This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to The Best Football Show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Welcome to The Best Football Show. I'm Brian Baldinger at Baldy NFL. Uh, you find here find me on the Odyssey app, wherever you can download these. This is a daily podcast here. I love to just share what I just, you know, watching the film room here, we just started the Monday night game. And so week 11, the National Football League is in the books. It's officially Thanksgiving week. We've got football coming up. Um practically every day. But let's get to the Monday night game because <clears throat> you can talk about this game in a lot of different ways. You can talk about Marquez Valdez-Scantling dropping a pass um, in his hands with a chance to win the game. Uh, you could talk about a lot of different things, but ultimately the Eagles for the second year in a row are 9-1. and one. All Jalen Hurts does is win games. You could say, okay, Jalen Hurts threw an interception and LeJarrius Sneed, he had a ball knocked out of his – it wasn't his best game. But the Eagles just find ways to win. They shut Kansas City out in the second half. All right, that's uh, that's that's it's remarkable. That offense shut them down at home for 30 minutes. Now they took the ball away. Kevin Byard. You, you look at the takeaways that they had <clears throat> midseason. The Eagles went out and traded for Kevin Byard at the trade deadline from Tennessee. I happen to know Kevin Byard since he was a, a Blue Raider at Middle Tennessee State. This guy has got 29 career receptions. Uh, nobody has more than him. He started 109 or 10 straight games in a row. He plays every play, every game, every year. He intercepts Mahomes in the end zone with the ball going to Justin Watson. I mean, it's his first interception as an eagle. It's his biggest interception, um, period. All right, and then Bradley Roby, they picked up during the season once Avante Maddox went down, and they realized they didn't really have a good nickel a good option at nickel. They tried a lot of different guys in the slot. None of them worked out. They picked up Bradley Roby. And last night he punched the ball out of Travis Kelsey's hands at around the 10 yard line. 
Um, you know, and the ball got recovered by Nick Morrow. They had two red zone takeaways. I mean, the yes, the Chiefs had a lot of good things. Mahomes was awesome, just awesome. They had a case of the butterfingers, they turned the ball over, um, they had chances for points, they couldn't convert, and the Eagles made the plays. And so they, you know, look, it's a 17-14 game. Um, Eagles are a deep shot team. They take their shots. And Jalen Hurts made an absolutely perfect throw to Devontae Smith for 41 yards. A tush-push later, uh, they're in the end zone with the lead. I mean, Kansas City took six deep shots last night. They didn't convert one. Philadelphia took three. They converted two. So sometimes, you know, those deep shots, they change the field position. They give your team confidence. You end up scoring when you get those chunk plays. They couldn't do it. Like the Chiefs had, they had a great game plan. You know, Chris Jones was dominant inside. Uh, at one point, I think the Chiefs had five second quarter sacks. Uh, you know, it was just Spags was blitzing, blitz zero, you name it. You know, the interception by Legere Sneeds, blitz zero. Uh, A.J. Brown streaking. I mean, it's hard on a quarterback. You're going to see a red coming right at you. And you throw the ball like, you know, on a skinny post when it should have been thrown over the top. Well, I'm not second-guessing Jalen. I don't know how obstructed his view was. But anyways, you can't – you have to look at this Eagles team going. They shut Kansas City out in the second half. They went into Arrowhead. Like, Lane Johnson had played four games at Arrowhead as an Eagle in 11 years. He's never won in Arrowhead. He won, they won last night. That's a tough place on a Monday night to go play in the elements, the rain, the soggy field, all that stuff. They went in there and won. And for the second year in a row, they're nine and one and have a commanding two game lead uh, over some teams in the NFC. Look, their schedule gets tough. They get Buffalo this Sunday. It doesn't get any easier, but, you know, they just find a way. I mean, even on the final play of the game, fourth and 25. Mahomes finds Justin Watson, and he puts it right in his hands. And Slay comes over the top and pokes it out. I mean, it's a catch. It's right there. It's a perfect throw on fourth and 25 with a minute to go. And Slay punches it out. Um, they've got, you know, they've got stars. And the stars stepped up, you know. Uh, you know, it wasn't a day that A.J. Brown dominated, but DeAndre Swift did. He had a great game. And I thought the Eagles offensive line played well. I thought they run blocked really well. And, you know, you look at one of some of the things that Spags does. I mean, first of all, you're in that noise. You can't hear yourself think. You can't even hear the signals. The Eagles got a couple plays wrong where one side was Lane Johnson's block and draw, and Jalen Hurts is, is, is dropping back to throw it, and Chris Jones sacks the quarterback. I mean, there's just miscommunication. The other thing that Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator, does is he stems his defensive line late. There's nothing harder on an offensive lineman than when you put your hand down the ground, you've got you got your play called, you understand your assignment, you're going to go block Mike Dana, and Mike Dana, a second before the ball snaps, moves. And now your blocking assignment changes. That leads to a lot of indecision, some poor plays. Um, and then, you know, Spags is attacking with his corners, LeJarius Sneed and Trent McDuffie. It's hard, you know, but the Eagles – Third and five at the 10-yard line. They run quarterback power. Jalen Hurts runs behind a fantastically blocked play. 
Lane Johnson, great run block. Kelsey, great pull. Uh, Malata, great pull and lead. I mean, they just executed the play perfectly, and Jalen Hurts walked into the end zone for one of his two touchdowns. So Kansas City falls back to the pack, 7-3. They're still a very good team. They're still a very good defense. Um, that's probably the most anybody's going to score against them. The rest of the season is 21 points. So chances are the Chiefs are going to score more than 21 in most of these games remaining. So, uh, look, you know, Miami, Baltimore, you know, some of those teams, look, it's a, it's a dogfight. Um, but the teams I just mentioned, along with Cleveland at 7-3, and three, and don't rule out Pittsburgh at 6-4, and four, um, who's going to play championship-level defense? Who's going to take the ball away uh, in big games? Uh, down the stretch, in the division, and then once you get to January. And I did mention Pittsburgh because they're in the news today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, there's websites out there. There are uh, hashtags. There are uh, Twitter accounts. Fire Matt Canada. It's been going on for two and a half years. They fired Matt Canada. They had enough. 13 to 10 loss in Cleveland. All kinds of chances to win the game. They lose to a rookie quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. He makes a couple plays down the stretch in the final uh, drive of the game to go kick the game-winning field goal. Ten points isn't winning any playoff games. Ten points isn't winning many regular season games, especially in that division. So the offense coordinator is the fall guy. And I say fall guy because Matt Canada can call the plays. They're running the ball better than they've ever run it in his time as a as an offense coordinator. Jalen Warren is, and I've been saying it now since last year, he's their best running back. He's their best player on offense, and he showed it again last week. Scoring the only touchdown of the day from 74 yards away. Um, but there's just – the quarterback is not playing well, has not played well all year. Is that the offense coordinator's fault? Okay. If you're saying, let's get George Pickens involved in more ways. Let's get him more targets. Okay. Offense coordinators can can design that kind of stuff. Got to go execute it. Uh, you know, if Deontay Johnson is running a go route and Kenny Pickett is running a stop and the ball ends up in the dirt and on third down and you're walking off the field, is that the offense coordinator's fault? Maybe. Maybe it has to get all cleaned up. But the quarterback is not improving. He has not been accurate with the ball when he has to be accurate. Um I believe the offense line is as good as it's going to get right now with Broderick Jones at right tackle, Sam Malo, uh, Mason Cole, the guys they have in there, uh, James Daniels, uh, Dan Connor. I mean, I think it's as good as it's going to get. But I guess something you know, sometimes just like uh, just like in Buffalo, sometimes you just have to make the change to make the change. Sometimes it's not even oh well, we're, we're tired of listening to the noise. Sometimes you just have to look at your team like Mike Tomlin has to look at it and go, 
we're good enough to make a playoff run. We're good enough to get to the playoffs. But not when we're scoring 10 points. And not when we can't convert third downs. And not when we can't get the ball to what we think is our star wide receiver, George Pickens. All those things. So Matt Cannon is the full guy. So we'll see. Things change. Um, sometimes you get a little boost. I mean, Buffalo got a boost last week. They were playing the Jets. Um, Jets offense helped out Buffalo's offense more than anything, um, you know, that Joe Brady did as a new offense coordinator. So we'll see. We'll see what it leads to. But it's just a case of they had to do something. And sometimes when your quarterback is struggling and can't get it right, like in Carolina, like in the New York Jets, like in Pittsburgh, coaches get fired when the quarterbacks don't develop and they don't play well. You know, you I mean, you just go through the list of coaches, coordinators, general managers that get fired when your decision at quarterback, especially at the top of the draft, doesn't work out. Johnny Manziel doesn't work out. Mike Pettin gets fired. You know, Matt Nagy gets fired when, you know, Mitch Trubisky doesn't work out in Chicago. It's just a fact of life in the league. When your quarterbacks struggle and don't develop, everybody's heads roll, you know. And so you, on the opposite side, you have the right quarterback. D'Amico Ryans can look like a coach of the year in Houston right now um, when you get it right. And so right now in New England, it doesn't look like Mac Jones is the answer. And that team is struggling offensively as much as any team. So Bill Belichick, the greatest coach we've seen over the last two decades, doesn't look like a great coach. This thing is so quarterback-driven. And that's why last night's game between Jalen and, and Patrick, like it's important to get great quarterbacks. They make plays. They give you a chance. They keep your, your teams in it all the way to the end. You look at last Sunday up in Green Bay. I mean, the Chargers defense can't fall apart more than they did. And yet on the final drive, after they surrendered the lead, Justin Herbert threw an absolute dime to Quinton Johnston. They might win the game and at least kick the field goal to tie it and go into overtime. And he drops a pass right in his hands. So players got to make these plays. Quarterbacks have got to play at a high level. Is that the function of the offense coordinator? Sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's fun watching Tua in Mike McDaniel's offense. Um, but quarterbacks have to develop and they got to play well. And they got to give your team a chance to stay on the field on third downs, to hit red zone touchdowns, to make key plays in a, in a, in a moment of the game and not turn the ball over yet. Stay aggressive. And when you don't get that, it's hard to win. And then when you don't win and you're supposed to, and the projections are high, heads roll. That's been the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger. I will join you tomorrow as we begin to preview Thanksgiving Day weekend, we got a full slate, Chicago and Green Bay, Seattle, San Francisco, Dallas. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a, uh, for the first time ever, a Black Friday game in New York with the Dolphins playing in the afternoon. Let's see if that quarterback change makes a difference in New York. Who knows? Anyway, we'll talk about it all starting tomorrow.